Hello, this is the third episode in our Ask series. Um, I want to take you back to the introduction where, we, where I spoke about the relationship I had with me, the instructor, and asking me how would I instruct a punch. The first two podcasts in the series uh, are more around the business world, and you can tell that with some of the terminologies that's used within the acronyms that I'm talking about. But during that period of, of my early instruction, going back to the process that I've explained really in previous episodes, uh, the knuckle and the fist and why you keep your fist straight. Again, he, he asked me quite a, a powerful question, probably six months in, which was, how do you support somebody? to punch correctly if they've hurt themselves connected with a bent wrist so that threw up lots of other challenges for me around teaching beginners offering tools giving them systems but then when something happened that was negative with them it affected them psychologically it affected the habits, it affected their attitude and there was almost uh, an avoidance around being fully committed either in this metaphor to the punch or to the training. So that gave me another set of layers really around the skills I decided to do was use a different set of acronyms which is what this episode's about uh, and this is a kindness model it's more around used in communities. It's the same core skills, but as you can see, as this podcast unfolds, uh, it's a different area. Now, the two are linked because if you listen to the first two podcasts around the structures, sometimes I'll bounce from a formal question around business goal settings what's holding you back, what's stopping you being creative. And sometimes I'll bounce as a coach into this type of coaching, which is more personal coaching, which is to the individual. And sometimes when I'm out there on the circuit coaching, you find people have got bruises, just like uh, in my karate club and in the martial arts world, people carry bruises, the bruises of life. I think we're in a situation at present where we've got post-Covid, just, it's still around for different age groups. It means different things. As a coach, I need a different set of tools, really. But they're the same core skills. So kindness model is an acronym, as we've spoken about before, because that gives us the structure. It's kindness. So we've got C-I-N-D-E-S-E-S-S. Uh, I'll run through them and th this is slightly different because we use a different s support mechanism. So I've got a, um, a case study in front of me and I'm going to anomalise it, but it, I'll take you through what this individual post-COVID and changes uh, to to this case study within the the structures. And as, as I go along, I'll explain some of the extra support that we provided and we've invested in 
across the platforms that we function in. So we've got keep learning, which is the K theme would be it's common to feel good when you've learned something new. What new area or thing would you like to learn? So that's a question, powerful question to somebody. Some of the examples that we'd offer that I've had would be reading books, finding a new nature walk, learning a new instrument, or somewhat practical. Now, when you look at that K, that's all about keep learning as an individual. It links into health and well-being. I would be interact. Connecting and communicating more with family or friends, positive for your well-being, but also how can you do more? Certainly post-COVID. Suggestions that we've had would be joining a group, a team, music, a band, visiting family more, expanding your friendship to expand your friendship base. The N would be notice. It's important to reflect on your feelings and your emotions and notice when your moods are up and down. Asking for help when you need it, linked with the interaction of communication of how we feel and how we feel with others. Now this is where I'll open the door as regards different journals that we we use and we possess and we've created, different podcasts and learning that we've got online and on different platforms. Support an individual who's open to change. So they notice and they ask the question of themselves around moods and ups and downs and emotional areas. That might be linked into the bruises that they've got. Examples of that might be losing a job, unemployment, divorce, changing relationships, bereavements, sadness, loss, isolation, could be anything. And COVID has thrown up a whole host of areas where this model can be used. Decide would be an acknowledgement of making decisions around your personal well-being and decisions that help you and support you. So that would be the areas like making plans and you can see the the commonality with some of the goal setting, but I'm thinking about your future, what who you want around you. Uh, get some goals set out into the journal and create a daily, weekly, monthly procedure for yourself around getting up in the morning, how you feel, what your routines are before you put your head on the pillow on an evening. So that's about deciding what you need to change, really. Nurture is the end. Be kind to yourself, take time out, reflect, make lists. What's in what's worked in the past in different environments for you? So this nurture is, is around creating a bank of activities to pull on from when the need arises. And this could be anything from listening to music, to walking, to concerts. It can be different shows, journals, it can be writing, it can be creative. So it's about nurturing for yourself really not others exercise is the e uh, being active helps you feel good and connect with others explore different activities and a variety to ensure boredom doesn't set in this area again we've worked on with the communities different walking jogging fitness apps team sports days out there's there's so many different ways to exercise rather than just the stereotypical, I'm going to get in the gym membership, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to go and do what I do. Even during COVID, we've had clients 
bottoming the houses out and sorting rooms out, sorting garages out, cleaning from top to toe. Uh, and again, putting that in the plan, which I'll go into later in this podcast. Self-care, being aware of your physical and mental health is important. Using the journal and different prompts and questions that arise on the subject and also accessing the podcast support and online support that we provide. That can link into different eating habits, sleeping habits, reading to escape mentally, going for a beach walk, doing some mindfulness and meditation, which is taking on new skills, which again we'll go into. And then supporting others, giving back. A kind word costs nothing and doing a positive activities can help others brighten your day up also. So again, with support from others, various activities that we're very experienced in, volunteering in the community is, is, has been massive post-COVID, being aware of the loneliness around you and paying compliments to families and friends and even work colleagues to keep that personal integrity ticking over. So they've got a case study here just to show you. Uh, I'm going to call, call this case study DW. And DW lost his job just before COVID, zero hours contract, uh, struggled financially. As a result of that, his relationship broke up, long-term relationship of 15 years. Through lockdown, accessed, he accessed our support via some of the food banks that we, we support. Not necessarily with food, but with personal development and coaching through that lockdown period of COVID. So when I run through the kindness model with DW, uh, these are some of the the themes and examples and, and, and the activities that he found work for him over a period of time to improve his personal, physical and mental health. So if we go back to the acronyms, like keep learning with some of the examples like reading books and, and various others, DW found reading during COVID was really positive. Uh, he, he decided to learn a new language, which was German, which links into a holiday, which we'll go into later on. He accessed a lot of the podcasts and the audio books and he invested in his interest. So that was his way of keeping learning, reading books, learning German, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, but also investing in his interests. His interactions, obviously when I first met him, was he was isolated, locked down. What he's done since then, joining groups and teams around interacting, what he's done, gym sessions, uh, he does regular walking, he's up at six o'clock in the morning, starts walking. He does a lot of babysitting now for his, uh, for his sister and for his brother, something he didn't do. Uh, before COVID. Again, the time thing that I've mentioned in other podcasts, I don't have time to. He's making time now and that's filtering into his relationships with his family as well. So that's how he's interacting differently. He noticed the end for me is around the journaling. He accessed both journals, the eight weeks towards positive relationships, the podcasts, and he was open to change. So again, the podcasts were asking him questions outside of the sessions that he was doing with me online. Decide, again, we've got journals, he's got diaries, he's got his notebook. He started doing daily tasks and weekly tasks and monthly tasks. And then online with me going through and reviewing what he decided to do, where his successes were, 
celebrating his successes while he was doing it. That links into the nurture. He created a bank of activities, which included music, walking, and various things as COVID opened up. The local theatre started accessing that, never done that before. Low cost to him, but equally putting himself in a place with like-minded people and changes in, changing his environment. His exercise routines completely changed from doing daily workouts in the house through lockdown and accessing some of the ebooks that we've got through the coaching processes. He started seeing different days out once he could travel. Didn't do any jogging, wasn't a jogger, didn't want to do that. Found a lot of peacefulness in the countryside and walking and hill walking once the travel restrictions started to started to ebb away. Now he's kept that exercise routine and he also links that sometimes in with his babysitting so he'll take the kids out for a walk. It's almost like a, a web where it, it shouldn't be in isolation where you get up one morning and this is what I want to do. All these areas will filter into each other. Next one is self-care. The eating healthily, he was accessing a food bank through different funds that we've got. We started accessing and providing some nutritious food parcels for him. Started driving in his car in silence, listening to himself, access the podcasts around mindfulness and self-talk and habits and triggers. So his self-care levels during COVID, during lockdown and then post-COVID increased massively as his exercise increased. And then supporting others. There was an acknowledgement from him midway through the coaching process that he wanted to give back to his family. So I think supporting others, he was not only supporting his brothers and his sister, but it, it, was, it was how his family saw him. The diary awareness was massive for him and he started volunteering. So he's volunteering in a local sports club at present. He does two to three hours a week. He started walking dogs for neighbours. An increase in confidence to DW to actually knock on somebody who lives four doors down that he's never spoken to, who he can see this guy is struggling with his mobility and he's got a little dog and it's like, do you want me to take him out? I'll go and do an hour, half an hour walk. I'll bring the dog back. And that all links into his plan. So as you can see with this, with this system, it's less business orientated. It's more personal centred. It's quite easy for me as a coach in the business world to bounce into this world with the skills that we've produced. So these bruises that we're speaking about elaborate more in, in more episodes around the different structures, but we're still asking the question. We're asking a lot of the examples that given around reading books and changing and managing change around yourself it's around self-management so i think this uh, episode is more around self-management and the structures around self-management and then just as in my early martial arts career in a previous episode i mentioned the reason why i started out wasn't just to have rows and rows of people in different ages, uh, in white suits, going up and down a training hall, uh, make a load of noise. Uh, th th this fits, because sport for me is the one area in my life where you could have 
somebody who's unemployed, somebody who's just going through a divorce, you might have a young graduate in there, and you might get family people who are in solid relationships, who, who, are, who are high in the careers, or doing manual jobs. And it's an eclectic mix around how you get the best out of all of them. In my early career, yes, they all had little white suits on, but now, yeah, I, th I think the skills around the bruises are so important. Going back to my instructor's question, again, around asking the question, around how do you support somebody who's bruised? So sometimes we're bruised socially. Sometimes we're bruised from a family point of view. So it's about the old metaphor of getting back on the horse, but these structures that we can use will give us and support us through change to hopefully feeling better about ourselves. Thank you.